Hello and welcome to the SEER 365 sessions. Uh, every week we get somebody interesting from the Microsoft channel uh, to talk about interesting topics, uh, trying to get experts from around the thing to talk about stuff that's hopefully of interest to you. Uh, and this week we've got uh, a really interesting partner from Ireland. We've got uh, Cisco, Cisco uh, Software Solutions, or Cisco to everybody's be honest. And uh, their commercial director, Paul Bingham. So welcome to the CA365 sessions, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Nice nice to be here, Richard. Um, so as, as is traditional at this point, um, just start off with a bit about you and a bit about Cisco. We, we, we've been around a long time. Um, we celebrated uh, 40 years, would you believe, um, last October, and we had a bit of a a bit of a birthday party. Um, so, like I suppose, many experienced uh, partners in this in this industry, we've 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 been around. Um, I suppose we first really moved into sort of accounting and ERP back in the in the late nineteen uh, nineties. Uh, in fact, just before that, we were working with Protocol Sun Systems, which is an accounting product, and I'd worked with I'd worked with Sun in in London for many years. Um, but really, we started off with with accounting, particularly into financial services and, and public sector. Uh, but by the late nineties, we were really looking for sort of manufacturing distribution functionality, uh, and I came across this little Danish product called Navision at the time uh, over in over at a, a trade show in, in Germany. And uh, I suppose here we are. Um, so we we, we built up. We built up that sort of division practice, um, and then we then invested in CRM. We invested in in, in AX and now FNO. So we're we're purely a Microsoft. We're purely a Dynamics uh, partner. Um, we we operate in a, in a small market, uh, but quite uniquely, you know, we've sort of two jurisdictions in a, in a in a market of seven million people on the island of Ireland. So we we operate out of out of Northern Ireland and Republic of Ireland. So we've got some quite unique challenges um, in that some of the requirements for, for customers, you know, can be, you know, across UK and, and Ireland uh, jurisdictions. Um, but, yeah, so we focus and uh, we're about just over 100, 105 people now uh, today. Yeah, and, and, and congratulations on the 40 years uh, of being around. Um, uh, you know, coming from from Sear, we've only been around for a couple of years, so forty years seems seems pretty incredible. Uh, you've obviously seen some some well everything really. You, you know, going from uh, the nineties, uh, you know, with uh, with the Millennium stuff, and and then going to uh, more recently moving to the cloud. So you know, one of the things we we were sort of talking about before before this was was that longevity. Right, and that longevity of, of partnerships, both uh, the way that you work. Um, so, in your case, having worked at Microsoft for forty years or so, um, you know there, there won't be many partners that have been doing it that long. Uh, but also with with your customer base as well. So, do you want to talk a little bit about how how you see that longevity? What what makes what makes a, a good long term uh, relationship? I think lots of people talk about that. You know, kind of, we're in it for the long haul. You know, we, we'll be here forever. But but you've actually done it. So, what, what are your thoughts around that? I, I think f focus. Um, you know, 
you know, ha- ha- have have a goal, know know what you're good at, and stick to that, and then adapt. I mean, yes, we've been working with with Dynamics pre pre Microsoft. Um, you know, technology has changed a lot out there, um, but actually, the job of of implementing a business solution hasn't changed. You know, technology has changed, functionality. The breadth of the breadth of product we have now, and the skill sets we have to have, but actually that core business, which is not a, an easy business in ERP and, and, and CRM in terms of, you know, the sales cycle for for, for a start, um, the the focus that you have to have on on particular markets uh, to be successful, and 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 the business has has changed a lot over the years. I mean, back in the day. Um, partners tended to be you know all they did was you know the best partners just did software some dabbled a bit in infrastructure but mostly you know operated and there was lots and lots of different products um but but today what we what we've seen is obviously the the rise of microsoft and and it's a little bit of luck as well. I mean, you could argue that, yeah, we, we, we were fantastic and we chose the right product back in 1998. But but the little bit of luck was that Microsoft bought it mm-hmm. in 2003. You know, we could have gone off down a different a different uh, track at that point and Microsoft could have bought somebody else. But there's no doubt um, Microsoft um, has, been, has been a game changer over the years. And typically when they go into a market, they go into dominate and, it, it's taken a while, but you know um, what what we're seeing now is is a huge amount, I suppose, of, of other Microsoft new partners coming into the market over the last few years, um, and that's you know as, as one Microsoft person said to me when I was complaining about it a few years ago. Well, you can either be part of this and have a much bigger market to address, or you can take your chances with another another vendor. You know, oh, oh, okay. You might be the only partner in town, but the amount of opportunities. So there's no doubt. I mean, a rising tide raises all boats, but there's a lot of boats out there with holes in them. You know, and they spend their time bailing the, the boat out with a bucket. Um, so I think the good partners um, have a very strong focus on what they do. Um, they're not just sort of playing at it, or it's just not a small division. You know, somewhere in an organization, in a bigger organization. Um, being in a smaller market, it's maybe a little bit easier because you know we have a we have a defined market. Um, we've had to be horizontal and vertical, you know, because it's not a big market. We have to, we just can't focus on one particular industry. You know, we have to have several several industries, um, and that sort of balances against recession as well, and you know having a having a you know a customer base that's in public sector as well as the private sector helps um, yeah I, I talk about your uh, aircraft leasing um, stuff quite a lot as, as a as a great example of a market that may not be the the largest market in the world no. you know there's only so many aircraft leasing companies in the world but actually having that focus on it means that you uh, you know you're able to deliver some really good stuff for for the customers that you uh, that you chase and plus it's it's quite a when i think of aircraft leasing i'm thinking private jets so you yeah. know that, that's kind of a cool thing to think about uh, yeah it's a very interesting market in, in finance and um 
again, it's about, you know, having a little bit of luck, but also picking the right market. And, you know, Dublin is the capital of aircraft leasing in the world. There's more lessors in Dublin than anywhere else. But with that, and it just shows you the power of verticalization um, and being able to build on the Microsoft platform and build your own IP on top of the core. We built it on top of core business central and customer engagement. And that's a very powerful message to, to end customers because they know their sort of investment is safe going forward because Microsoft is behind it. And, you know, and the product set's going to be constantly moved on. But then we can invest in the in the actual application and pulling pulling it all together. Um, and you know, it, it's it's just tremendous the the sort of the, the the power of your own vertical IP in a market because in terms of the amount of competitors you're dealing with, in terms of the success, the, 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 even the the length of time for the implementation, everything is shorter. Um, but that's that's one side, and that's probably the bit that we are worldwide with. I mean, we've customers all around the world with that. Um, but the rest of our business is mainly sort of is, is UK and Ireland, and and that goes across sort of distribution, f- uh, food industry in particular. We have a lot of verticals in food, uh, manufacturing, and and public sector, which actually we did an awful lot of work in public sector years ago, and then we're much more private sector focused, and now it's sort of coming full circle again, just with with opportunities in the market. Um, so you've got to be able to adapt and keep keep reinventing yourself. Um, I think, and and you know, it's, it's a wee bit last man standing. So, so talking about reinventing yourself, how do you how do you plan for that long term? Then, so you obviously made uh, I would argue a pretty good bet uh, to go with with Nav, with, and as you said, a bit of luck behind it that that uh, that Navision was then bought alongside. Uh, Great Plains, um, sort of 2000. I think it was about 2000 when it when it, when it was acquired. 2003, 2003, 2003 was it? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, what about the what? What are you seeing, sort of in in the future? What are, are you sort of thinking, like what's next uh, type stuff? What What are you offering your customers? I think the big change is is the breadth. Of, okay, you've got to be focused, but the breadth of what you have to offer and the skill sets then you require to, to deliver that. Um, so, you know, obviously we we cover everything from, you know, smallish customers as Business Central and different markets right through to some fairly sizable F&O opportunities. So, um, and, you know, we've had to build, we've had to build those practices and we've had to build them from the ground up pretty much ourselves. Um, when we started, there was nobody, there wasn't any Navision people. They didn't exist. Um, in fact, Navision didn't even exist in the UK. There was a, there was a franchise. So when you come to, you know, trying to get people trained and started up, um, you, you were, you know, that's, that's what you had. So we've always been quite self-sufficient. <clears throat> um, and then also building the CRM practice. Um, and, and again, just trying to, trying to work out, where the growth is going to be and try and plan a few years ahead, you know, because you can't expect instant results. You know, you need to be planning two, three years ahead on where you think things are going. Um, and sometimes you get a little bit of luck, but um, I think, um, you know, one of the biggest 
challenges for us and like I think several partners is reinventing ourselves in terms of into the sort of managed service space. You know, we're, we've been used to, you know, selling systems on prem, um, maintaining them, and you know, doing brick brick fix maintenance. And then every seven or eight or ten years, we come along and do this big upgrade. And to have to sort of reinvent yourself and retrain people and create new 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 rules within the company to provide managed services so the customer is always on the whole time, constantly, you know, the evergreen policy. Um, so that's been the biggest thing, you know. Um, and we're a little bit lucky here because we tend to be a little bit behind the curve. You know, so I always say whatever happens in the States sort of comes to the UK a couple of years later and then comes to Ireland maybe a year or two after that. You know, so you can to some extent maybe see it coming. Mm. Uh, and sometimes you don't, but most of the time you can see, you can see that, you know, that the change is coming. Um, but uh, over the over the course of the 40 years, you've, you've obviously had lots of customers uh, and hopefully... You know, some some of them you may already have from the beginning. Um, so yeah. w- what would you say, you know, if, if a customer listened to this or uh, somebody listening to it sort of wants to give advice to their customers or um, what, what's what's kind of the best practice you've seen? What, what's kind of the common the common thread of of the success of implementations? Um, I think it's a it takes two to tango. Um, and okay, we you know we can focus on we've got experienced people, you know, strong skill sets, domain knowledge of that industry, good project governance, whatever. But it, it also is so important um, the culture and the the you know of the client, uh, and all our best implementations have been with really what's the you know good forward thinking companies that have defined goals and objectives of what they want from 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 technology um, they put in place the right structure to, to to put in an implementation properly in terms of the people and the organization and and you can tell by the culture when you walk in you know how they treat you as a as a partner rather than a supplier and, and you know they, they companies don't do this every day of the week but we do um, so it's about trust, I think. You know, you have to trust us. We know this is our business and, you know, we're in this for the long haul. And we've, you know, obviously we've been, um, you know, with, with in the vision of my business central, for example, probably the longest. And But we, we've customers now over 25 years, some of them still with us, and we've gone through a number of iterations. Um, so I, I think you've got to get close to your customers, Um and you need you need good people on our side, and then, um, as I say, we've probably walked away from a couple of things last year because we didn't feel that it was going to work well because we didn't feel the customer had the right structures in place to make you know to make it success um, because we know how much work has to go in on both sides and to be able to backfill those those day to day jobs that, that, that the customer has and have the right. Um, focus from senior management on the right support. Um, so yeah, it's 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 not it's not easy, um, as as we all know. Um, but uh, I think the smart companies really understand that it's a, it's a long term partnership, and it's not just you know do something and walk away again. Yeah, I think 
do, do you think with because of the move to the cloud where it's that continual this is a continual upgrade path right it, it's not a like you said every seven to ten years give you a call you come back in spend a couple of you know a couple of million euros or whatever to to uh, install the, the latest version whereas now it's that continual um relationship with the customer you, you're always going to be there you're always going to be helping them out uh, training upgrade to the latest uh, platform whatever it might be you know that's gonna that that relationship bit feels like it'll be, become even more more important um yeah because i mean it, it's 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 constant mm. um and yes in the past we've done lots of ongoing work with with many clients you know as they implement more software or they acquire another company or something happens and there's that sort of consultancy input quite often. And also with, you know, on the ERP side particularly, there's there's quite often, you know, software development, change requests coming through. Uh, so there's that relationship. But the new a new type of, as you say, with the managed service piece, a new a new interaction where, you know, they have they the customer, you know, has to be responsible for the ultimate you know, final testing and quality of the update uh, and being working. And so working together, you know, every month, every two months, doing these specific tasks in a, in a new type of a new type of role. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a good thing because, you know, there's, there's obviously lots of customers out there, you know, you don't hear too much from, but in the new world, you know, there's got to be much more interaction, I think. Yeah. And, and, and having your reputation and your longevity um, will only help with that. I mean, that's uh, they they know that if you've if you've had customers for twenty five years, you must have been doing something right. Um, it's it's not too hard to to find a new partner in, in well, the world of uh, Google or Bing. We probably should say as we're talking about Microsoft. Um, you know, so so to keep customers that long is a real testament uh, to the company. And it boils down to people. Um, and, you know, people are just so important because it takes so much time to get people, you know, the right skill sets, et cetera. And, and I think there's the softer side where we've always, even like long, long before COVID, we were always very, try to be really flexible with our people, you know, and if, if somebody had one of their children had a music exam or whatever, and they need to go and take a couple of half days this week, you know, that's fine because we know that people people have lives outside of this. You know, they have, they have families and they have all sorts of stuff going on. So we've always tried to be flexible. And I think our people then have, you know, repaid that with a lot of loyalty. Um, and and we have a lot of people with us a long, long time. Mm. Um, and so and th- that's becoming, and it's funny now the way things are in the market in terms of, um, recruitment that that's becoming really really important now um so yeah you've got to you've got to provide staff with all the right training and all the and all, everything they need to be able to do the job but you've got to you've got to treat them with respect so i think that comes through with our customers they see that they see that you know a consultant they dealt with four or five years ago is still there mm-hmm. you know when they can call upon um or 
a consultant that they dealt with 15 years ago is now managing support or whatever. They know there's that consistency there, um, um, which I, I think is powerful. So it's all it's all down to people. Um, yeah, and and you know you mentioned um, the the sponsorship. Like my words, but the, the kind of the sponsorship within within the customer of having the senior people uh, involved with the project. I think that's certainly the one thing I've seen where that, well, the inverse where that doesn't happen, um, you, you can get some really really bad uh, bad experiences quickly. So, yeah, yeah no, uh, and and just that you know people that have been doing this for a long time, as I say, technology changes, but but fundamentally, what we're doing. Isn't isn't changing in, in terms of the the, the skill sets for, for for delivery, you know, and and knowing what's going to work and knowing when something's not going to work and being able to advise clients, you know, this is too much, this isn't, you know, we're 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 going off piece too much here or whatever, but just to be able to to to, to steer the ship. Um, well, Paul, I think we're coming towards the end of our time. Um, I. I Again, I just wanted to congratulate you and, and everybody at Cisco, both currently at Cisco today and uh, previous employees. Over, I mean, over 40 years, mm-hmm. but a few people walked through those doors. So, um, <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only 42. No, I'm only joking. Um, no just a, a quick thank you to you guys because it's been a really good partnership over the last 12, 18 months. And, and uh, as part of our continuous improvement, I think you know, utilizing Guide has been has been really good, you know, for us, you know, to give us, a, you know, we've always had structured methodologies for implementation, but now we have an implementation methodology on the pre-sale side. And I think that's only a good thing for us and our customers. So um, I wish you continued success. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, look, I, we, we've been working, uh, the, the, some of the individuals within C have been working with Cisco for for a good number of years in various guises, and we've always enjoyed working with you guys. Uh, always fun around uh, the Six Nations as well to have somebody I can reach out to uh, as a Welshman. And you know, the uh, the Wales Island game is always a always a good one. So. Yeah, see you next. See you next week, week after next. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not holding out any hope this season, but but anyway. Um, so if you're interested in um, in talking to Paul and and the team at Cisco, uh, it's Cisco Software. Um, like I said, you know, we're easily one of one of the best Dynamics partners globally, uh, with with a with a enviable reputation. And um, again, congratulations on the forty years, and here's to the next forty. Brilliant, thank you. Okay, Thanks for your time. Cheers, Bye bye.